BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Yo, yo, yo. How's it going? My name is Corbin Ford. You can follow me at CorbinNBA on Twitter. Let me tell you, I love the National Basketball Association, everything about it. And NBA Today gives me the opportunity to talk about it with y'all. The ins, the outs, NBA from all angles, from current hot topics to flashbacks from the NBA's past to literally everything in between. And yes, that includes NBA Twitter. NBA Today is the show for the hoop junkies on hoop ball. Check it out. NBA Today with Corbin Ford. I look forward to talking with y'all real soon. Before we begin the Chicago Bulls postgame podcast here on the Hoopball Chicago Bulls podcast, we want to talk about our friends over at MyBookie. I hope you guys feasted on the MyBookie Turkey Day free play that allowed users to grab themselves a risk-free bet up to $250. It was basically a free shot at trying to double your money. If you didn't get in on that, what are you doing? No, but seriously, now is the time to go get some skin in the game with MyBookie, where odds boosts, lightning deals, and free bets await all season long. And with the NFL playoffs right around the corner, we know who these teams are, we know what they're about, and it's not difficult to find some value in the lines. Whether you're a first-time customer or have been playing with MyBookie for years, there is no shortage of value to be found in the thousands of game lines, unique prop bets, and contests that they offer every week. Sign up or get reloaded today, find an edge, make your bet, and get paid. They also boast a fully-fledged casino platform, giving you access to all the classic table slot and card games you'd expect to find at your local spot. And the best part is, at MyBookie, the doors never close, so you can continue to build your bankroll even after the stadium lights have gone out. Make the right play and sign up today at MyBookie. And when you do, use promo code HOOPBALL to get your deposit matched halfway, all the way up to 1000 bucks. The terms are simple. You put in $200, they match you with another $100 in your account. If you were already planning to bet this season, this is free betting money. It's winning season at MyBookie. So come join in on the fun and win some cash while you're at it. Now, on with the... Ugh! Show! The following is a Hoop Bowl presentation. The only reason that I groaned in our little intro into the intro is that this was about as disappointing of an opening night that you can find. Welcome to the Hoop Ball Chicago Bulls podcast. We are brought to you by MyBookie and Manscaped. Go check out our awesome sponsors, and thank you to them for keeping our lights on. Bulls lose 124-104 on opening night to the Atlanta Hawks at the United Center. 
And I'll say this, the score was not even as close as a 20-point deficit. The Hawks scored 42 points in the first quarter, then followed it up with 41 points in the second quarter. The 42 points allowed in the first quarter was the most the Bulls had allowed in an opening quarter on opening night. I know that's a very specific stat, but still. And the 83 points that they allowed in the first half, the fourth most that any team has allowed in the opening half of an NBA season. Think about that. The Bulls at halftime were down 83-59. to Now, most of the time, you'd look at 59 points and say, okay, that's a good thing. But the Bulls' defense tonight was just absolutely atrocious. Trey Young and Cam Reddish in the first quarter ate the Bulls' lunch, and they were never able to recover. Seven different Hawks scored in double figures in this game, and the only reason why it was a 20-point game is that the Bulls outscored the Hawks 25-13 to in the fourth quarter, which at that point was absolute 1,000% garbage time. Looking over some of the advanced statistics, the Hawks led by as many as 40 at one point. That was in the third quarter. Repeat. The Hawks led by 40 points at one point in this ballgame. The Atlanta Hawks that had two fewer wins than the Chicago Bulls last year. Look, I don't want to be one of those guys that overreacts on night one of the NBA season. Because think about this for the Bulls. Brand new coach, brand new system, not that much time to actually learn the system. But the roster is really not all that different than what it was last season. Granted, you don't have Jim Boylan anymore, thank God. And just a reminder, Jim Boylan is still fired. It didn't feel like it in this game, but Jim Boylan is still fired. The Bulls' defense was absolutely atrocious, and that's the one thing that I cannot get over. Say what you want about individual struggles, this, that, the other. The Bulls allowed the Hawks to shoot 66% from the field in the first half. 66%. Scoring 83 points, Atlanta for the game was 14 of 35 from three-point range. They were 40%. The Bulls, meanwhile, were 22.9% from beyond the arc, 8 of 35. That is not going to get it done. Hawks finished at 53.8% from the field for the game. Bulls at 41.4. Those are really garbage time numbers, though, because I don't feel like that is accurate given the actual performance of the game. The Bulls could not stop penetration. They could not stop perimeter shooters. I mean, it was a disaster of epic proportions on the defensive side. The Bulls gave up more interior dunks, more interior drives than I would have expected them to. I was worried about the Hawks from the perimeter coming into this game. I did not think that the Bulls were going to be as poor as they were inside. And there's a lot of adjusting that needs to happen. But defensively, Kobe White and Zach Levine were downright awful tonight. Trey Young kept beating them off the dribble every time down in the half court. Trey Young's numbers tonight were spectacular. He scored 37 points on 10 of 12 shooting, 12 of 14 from the free throw line, 5 of 6 from three-point range, 7 assists, and 6 points. Those are superstar numbers. That is what you cannot allow somebody like Trey Young to do to you. You're going to be facing some point guards very much like Trey Young in the next couple of games. You got Steph Curry and the Warriors coming up on Sunday. Russell Westbrook had a triple double in his Wizards debut. 
you're going to be facing some very tough score first point guards coming up to start your season. This is not how you want to start off defensively when somebody like Trey Young, who is a volume scorer, ends up shooting 10 of 12 from the field. When you make five three-pointers and you go to the line 14 times, you make 12 of them, you're going to be hard to beat. Everybody in the Hawks lineup scored at least 10 points. DeAndre Hunter had 11, Cam Reddish 15, John Collins had 14, including a couple of easy dunks. He was 6 of 10 from the field. Danilo Gallinari in his Hawks debut had 13 points on just 4 of 6 shooting. Also worth noting that Bogdan Bogdanovich had a stretch of 8 points unanswered by himself. In his Hawks debut, he played 25 minutes, 15 points on 5 of 12 shooting, 3 of 8 from the field. Kevin Herter had 11 points on 4 of 10 shooting, 2 of 6 from beyond the arc. The Bulls defensively were atrocious. Let us go into a couple more numbers that I think tell the story of the game. The Hawks out-rebounded the Bulls by 9, 46-37. Hawks had 24 assists, Bulls had 20. Bulls had 17 turnovers, the Hawks had 23. Now, a lot of those came in the fourth quarter. But for a majority of the game, the Bulls were in the negative in terms of the turnover margin. This was just an outright ugly game for the Chicago Bulls. There's really no other way of putting it. The Bulls got Boat raced from the beginning. They got blitzed. You give up 42 points in the first quarter, 41 points in the second quarter, you're minus eight in the scoring margin in the third quarter. At the end of the third quarter, you are down by 32. Think about that. You're down by 32 at the end of the third quarter against a team that was worse than you last year and that you did not lose to last year. The Bulls went 4-0 against the Hawks in 2019-20. And you come out and you get blitzed by a team that has a lot of new pieces. That's the other thing that I want to put into context here. Even though the Bulls have a new coach, the roster is pretty much the same. Give and take a couple of players. The Hawks have a ton of new players. Bogdanovich, Gallinari. Now a couple of their new guys did not play tonight. Rajon Rondo, who's got some issues of his own off the court, Chris Dunn, and Onyeko Okongwu. But your two new European additions, Gallinari and Bogdanovich, combined to score 28 points. And your franchise point guard scored 37. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we'll go into a couple of individual Bulls performances and then talk about what to look forward to for the Bulls' Saturday night matchup against the Indiana Pacers. Keep it locked right here on the Hoopball Chicago Bulls podcast. To all the ball handlers out there, before you throw on your team's gear, make sure you take care of your below-the-waist grooming. Our partners at Manscaped are here to save your boys from taking on a double team of nagging defenders so you can stay clean and take care of yourself where it matters most. And yes, I feel like this ad is very applicable to the Bulls' performance tonight. Manscaped is here to sink the competition and deliver the best tools for your below-the-waist grooming experience. That's why Manscaped has redesigned the electric trimmer 
trimmer. The Manscaped engineering team spent 18 months perfecting the greatest ball hair trimmer ever created and just released the new and improved Lawnmower 3.0 trimmer. The Lawnmower 3.0 is simply the best hygiene tool for the modern man. Because of their ceramic blade and skin safe technology, your snags will be reduced. Their Perfect Package 3.0 comes with a new and improved Lawnmower waterproof cordless body trimmer, performance boxer briefs, and a travel bag for you to use when we're done quarantining. I tell you what, the way the Bulls play tonight, it looks like they still were in quarantine. The Perfect Package 3.0 also comes with a crop preserver and crop reviver. The Crop Preserver is anti-chafing ball deodorant, which ensures that your afternoon stroll doesn't end with your balls getting caught to your leg. Oh gosh, you could use that analogy for a variety of different opportunities tonight when it came to the Bulls on defense. The Crop Reviver is a spray-on toner for your balls. It's made with soothing aloe and witch hazel extract. What the heck are witch hazel extracts? Like, we have some witch coming in saying, Hello, sweetie, I'm going to help revive your balls. Okay, you get the idea. But anyways, get 20% off and free shipping with the code HOOPBALL20 at manscaped.com. It's a whole new balls game. All right, welcome back to the HoopBall Chicago Bulls podcast. Yes, that Manscaped ad read certainly is how I think a lot of us felt about the Bulls' performance tonight against the Atlanta Hawks. Let's go into a couple of the individual goods. Patrick Williams in his NBA debut was solid. Got off to a rough start in the first quarter, finishes up with 16 points on 5 of 11 shooting, 1 of 3 from beyond the arc, 4 boards, 1 assist, 1 steal, 1 block. I think expectations on him are going to be elevated based on the rest of this team at this point. And I like Patrick Williams a lot. I think that tonight was a solid debut. He stayed steady. He performed relatively well. He didn't lose his composure. He didn't lose his poise. He didn't lose his cool. And I'm good with that. Laurie Markkinen had a very solid performance. Offensively, this is what you wanted to see from Laurie Markkinen. He was still a minus 34, which was the worst plus-minus of any bull on the court. And I think there leaves a lot to be desired in regards to defense, but Laurie Markkinen had 21 points on 6 of 9 shooting, 4 of 6 from beyond the arc, 7 boards, 4 assists. This was the type of game he had in the preseason finale, and it's a good sign that he gets off to a good start offensively. So the signs from Laurie Markkinen's game returning to what it was prior to last season are there now. I know we said on the last episode, we're not going to take one performance and make it into our grand evaluation of what the player is going to be. But when you come out and are as efficient as Laurie Markkinen was, that's a good sign. Zach Levine had a solid game offensively, but it comes with a caveat. He scored 22 points on 9 of 19 shooting. He was 1 of 8 from beyond the arc, and to me, that's not good. Also, he had 4 fouls in the first half. You cannot take your best scorer off the floor in the first half with 4 fouls. He did not foul out. He finished with 5 fouls. But still, your shooting guard should not have 4 fouls and a half. The fact that he was 1 of 8 from beyond the arc was not good. Kobe White had an atrocious game. 2 of 11 from the field, 9 points. He did have 7 assists, but a lot of them came in garbage time. 1 of 7 from beyond the arc. When your point guard and your shooting guard are combined 2 of 15 from 3-point range, 
That is not a recipe for success. But you're smart enough of a basketball fan, or at least I hope you are, to understand how awful that is. To me, it doesn't matter that you scored 22 points if you're Zach Levine. If you get it on 9 of 19 shooting, that's great. On twos, I'm doing the quick math in my head. On twos, Zach Levine was 8 of 11. Those are good numbers. But those aren't numbers that, to me, are acceptable for your starting two guard. Kobe White's numbers were atrocious. He was not good handling the ball. He was not good handling defense on Trey Young. He was getting beat off the dribble consistently. And Kobe White, I don't know if he's proved at this point that he can be the primary ball handler. He's going to be the primary ball handler because the Bulls really don't have another option at this point. Tomas Sadoransky, he is still up in the air in regards to when he returns from his COVID isolation. We don't know when Garrett Temple's going to come back either. Denzel Valentine's still dealing with his left hamstring injury. Your backup point guard tonight was Ryan Archidiakono. And no offense to Ryan Archidiakono, he is not an NBA backup point guard. He is a third-string two-guard. He had to play 20 minutes tonight. He was a plus six. Good enough. But for Kobe White, this was his sink-or-swim opening moment. Let's just say he didn't swim. But I think it's really too early to write anybody off as saying they can't do this or they can't do that. He had a bad game in his first ever game as the primary ball handler. All right? This is the first game of Kobe White's career in which he was asked to be the primary ball handler. And he will improve with time. You know, there was another Chicago Bulls show that I actually heard on the Locker Room app before I got into recording this show. And by the way, we're going to try and take a couple of shows on Locker Room at some point in the next couple of days. I'd like to give that platform a try, see if we're going to be able to generate some buzz on that platform. I know a couple of people that have used it. It's a really fun, interactive platform. So we'll give that a try in the next couple of days. But I heard another Bulls podcast on there, and I listened to this Bulls show saying that this is already a lost season, the team is garbage, and that we can't expect the Bulls to be anything better than what they were last year. And I think that that is vastly overreacting to one bad performance. Was this an awful defensive performance? Yes. Are there scenarios to where you can build on this performance going into the Indiana game? Yes. You don't play another game until Saturday. Figure it out in practice. Go back, look at the film. Billy Donovan's a smart enough coach to understand once he goes back and looks at the film what was going wrong when the Bulls were getting beat off the dribble. What did you not do against Trey Young that you can remedy when you have to face Steph Curry? when you have to face Russell Westbrook, when you have to face any other score-first point guard that you're going to see throughout the first half of this season. It is absolutely heinous, in my opinion, to just go and call this team trash after one game. It was a terrible performance. But you can't judge an entire team season based on one game. The Hawks came out, and they lit the Bulls up. But that is no excuse for anybody to come out and say that this is a lost season. I have told you, if you've listened to this show, I have told you at least 10 times that this is a season for development. Guys are getting thrown into the fire. 
you are getting to see what you have for the future with this year's team. I'm going to sound like a broken record with this, and I will continue to repeat the point until it gets across to everybody. To expect to win right now is a fool's errand. Expecting good performances in certain spots of every game is something I do expect. And tonight, there really wasn't a whole lot of that. Defensively, it was one of the worst performances I have seen the Bulls put out in quite a long time. And that includes the Bulls losing by 50 to the Celtics in Jim Boylan's second game as head coach. You can look at the final totals and say, oh, 124, not good, but not too bad. You gave up back-to-back 40-point quarters. That alone says enough. I hope the Bulls get it fixed going into Saturday's game against Indiana. And then Sunday's game against Golden State. The Warriors looked awful, by the way against Brooklyn on Tuesday night. That is a game that the Bulls, even with as poorly as they played tonight, the Bulls are a much better team than the Warriors. The only way, in my opinion, that the Bulls get boat raced in that game is if Steph Curry scores 40. The blueprint, though, is there based on how Trey Young played tonight. Pacers had a couple of big scoring performances tonight from DeMontis Sabonis. He scored 32 and had 13 rebounds. Malcolm Brogdon scored 21. Victor Oladipo scored 22. The Pacers have got some dudes, and you're going to see the return of former Bull. That's right, Dougie McBuckets, Doug McDermott, returns to the United Center on Saturday. And by the way, Doug McDermott had a good game tonight. He scored 13. Lots of room for improvement. Lots of room to grow. A disappointing result on opening night. But look, Bulls fans... It's not worth getting angry on night one. Okay, I may have been a little bit fired up myself, but it's not worth getting angry on night one. Take a deep breath, relax, put this one in the memory file, and hope for better against Indiana on Saturday. This has been another edition of the Hoop Ball Chicago Bulls podcast. We will talk to you previewing the Indiana game before the Bulls and the Pacers square up on Saturday night from the United Center. Good night from Chicago. This has been a Hoop Ball presentation. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, 
we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.